Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Exactly, as opposed to going to someone's basement and then having them whip out some safety scissors. Oh! Yeah, exactly! Oh. Exactly! That's what I'm getting at! Uh, exactly! I don't have any scissors, but I do have a steak knife. It's serrated. It'll cut through anything. I use it to cut tomatoes because they're really hard to cut with normal <laughs> knives. What is this voice you're doing? I don't know. <laughs> Careful. Careful. Alright. Oh, yeah. Beers on beers. Beers on beers on beers. Who the hell drank all this beer in my fridge? That's fun. Oh, okay. All right. All right, I guess we're, are, you got, we're ready. You I got think them? I'm ready. All right, are you ready? I think I'm ready. All right, here we go. I need to cheer, Jimmy. Blink. First live mm -hmm. in-person episode. That's right. This is the first for both of us, and I guess on that note, pretty special. Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone, to today's very special episode. Feels good to be in person. I kind of like this. Yeah, there's a lot more, uh, I feel like there's more energy involved. I mm -hmm. feel like when you're speaking, I'm looking at you instead mm -hmm. of staring at my feet waiting for when I get to speak again. <laughs> Wait, you mean like I shouldn't be doing that right now? Oh, okay, okay. I'll look, I'll, look, I'll look at you straight in the face. Then it's just—I don't know. It feels—it feels more like a. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's always felt like a conversation, but it—I don't know. There's there's a, a dynamic uh, change for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I I can't really put my finger on exactly what it is, but there's 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 more information. You yeah. know, like you can you can more easily detect what someone is is trying to say. Yes. Uh, so th things just you know they click. Exactly. There's less 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 pauses, less waiting to try to figure out what someone's getting at and stuff like that. I feel like but, we're setting the bar real high right now, Jimmy. But what I will say though is that uh, friends that I've had that have listened to the show, a lot of them don't realize that we're recording in two different locations. Really? Yeah. A lot of a lot of my friends like think. That we live in the same place and then we're recording in the same place. Yeah, we live together. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, you know, not in the same <laughs> building, but you know what I mean. That we live in the same area. Right. No, we, we live a, a solid three hours apart. Yeah. Different states. Mm hmm. So there's always a challenge for those of you that weren't aware. Uh, we have a certain night each week that we, we sit down on Skype. Yes. We we have uh, our recording programs pulled up. Uh, we have our microphones hooked into our We computers. use our very secret technology to record. That's right. And we just we run with it. And you hear, uh, I would say about seventy five percent of you know what 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 we usually discuss whenever we log on. Uh, and if you were to listen to the prior episode. Kudos to you. I don't know if it's going to actually happen before or after. I mean, it's not necessarily important, but uh, pre-show show. Yeah, it, it gives you a little bit of insight as to how we like to warm up for our shows. You know, we will we'll uh, kind of like, well, just give it a listen. 
You'll like it. The pre-show. This is the show show. Yeah, this is the real show. <laughs> it's the big top, Jimmy. We've made it. We're all the way up. Yeah. Ready to go. And you know what I like to do when I get to the top of the pile? Suck them toes. Fucking gross, bro. Well, you don't like suck toes? Hell no. You not into that? Dude. What if you get like a little pinky toe? Mm-hmm. Little pinky toe, cute. You know, a little paint on the nail, maybe. You know, it looks all detectable, like a little, uh, a little Vienna sausage. That Vienna sausage don't taste like poverty. You know what I mean? It's pretty good. And it's been like, it's been marinating in that that stanky ass sock all day. You know what ruins? Like, okay, I want. Okay, I'm trying to think how how to start this sentence. I think feet have ruined parmesan cheese for me oh okay because they smell the same and i think parmesan cheese has made feet a lot better for me <laughs> <laughs> oh so it had the reverse yeah, it quite good <laughs> yeah I, I, I actually I, I looked it up at one time of why do feet smell like parmesan cheese and apparently they have a similar bacteria because you know that cheese is fermented milk and it, and, and it's not fermented but it it's it's created a culture from a bacteria, right? And uh, apparently the bacteria that exist in Parmesan cheese to yep. culture it and create yep. Parmesan cheese is a very similar, if not the same, bacteria that exists in feet. And I can't remember what it's called, but I looked it up one time, and it's a thing. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. We used to test for it at a brewery I worked at. It's not Merck So your, your beer tasted like feet? No, 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 not ours, but we would do uh, off-flavor kits, and uh, Parmesan cheese was one that would come up. Isovaleric, that's the name of it. So I'll take your word for Isovaleric. it. Isovaleric. So we also record with our computers up, which is pretty handy. Anybody out there that is getting into podcasts, uh, you know, get yourself some decent recording equipment. You know, like we've got uh, Blue Yeti mics. We probably should have discussed in the previous episode. Um, Don't. And, uh, you know, a couple of computers so that you can look things up as you're talking. So, yeah, it's isovaleric. No, acidemia isovaleric. That's a a metabolic disorder. But isovaleric and cheese. (laughs) We're searching up things. Isovaleric acid. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, it's a natural fatty acid that's found in many plants, essential oils, old hops, foot sweat, and some cheese. Mm. So if you ever taste that in your beer, you got old hops. If you ever taste it in your cheese, you might be sucking on somebody's toe while you're <laughs> eating it. <laughs> the reason why we're talking about sucking on people's toes and isovaleric acids and stuff, there's this dad, a concerned father. Yes. And I think he's a reasonably concerned father. It makes a lot of sense. He's a. <laughs> we were talking about his picture in the previous episode. This guy, he's a, he's a fuzzy egg. Have you? Uh, are you familiar with Doctor Eggman from the Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> yeah. series? Well, he's got. He doesn't have the giant mustache though. Yeah, he's, he's got to have like the big like he's the big brush mush, you know? He's growing as much as he can. Uh, he's a little bit surprised that his child. Let's see, fourteen-year-old uh, Emma. She was sent home with a pamphlet yes. of different things that she could do in lieu of having sex. Yes. And there are some mm, 
golden ideas inside of this thing. We want to read a couple of them to you. Because yeah. Some of them are just absolutely it's a, fantastic. It's a 100 best of list. Or wait, no, 50 best. Wait, no. 101. There we go. Third time's a charm. 103 times a charm. <laughs> oh, man. And there's all kinds of good ones. Um, let's see. The one that he was most concerned about is number 26 on the 101 list, which suggested that instead of having sex with someone in order to show you love them, you should suck their toes, mm. which is just kind of creepy and weird. And uh, I mean, if you're into that, n- no judgment. We're not yuck yummers. We've stated many times in the show we're not yuck yummers. Yeah, suck a toe or two. Yeah. But eat, eat a isovaleric acid cheese or two. But, but you know, it, it's kind of a niche thing to be into and maybe not necessarily should be suggested as a general <laughs> rule of well, if you love someone suck just, their toes yeah just automatically regardless of how you feel just go and suck their toes yeah well there are a lot of things on this list that uh leave a lot to be desired in terms like, of description like, like honestly all of them are fucking weird here's just a, i just went to a random number number 18 yeah here's their example Give them loving cuddles even in the street. Okay, so if it if it had just <laughs> if it had just ended at give them loving cuddles, I I don't think I could argue that. Yeah. But when it says give them loving sh- cuddles even in the street, what is it proposing that you should just curl up in a ball and spoon them in the middle of a inner pass oh, on like a on like a busy intersection? Yeah. I know we're about to cross <laughs> the street and that sidewalk clock is ticking down but Let's i'm gonna go away, right? <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't make any sense it just seems nonsense oh man how about share a gingerbread man that what? sounds pretty no, gingerbread man and number eight is flirt Flirt. that's it that's it that's all it says. ambiguous flirt that's all it says and, and you know how you know what's the best way to flirt suck somebody's toes and they suck their toes yeah exactly it's like uh so i saw you sitting at the end of the bar and i just want <laughs> you know you just you don't even don't even offer to buy him a drink before you just like dip yeah. under the bar to suck just on their go toes straight to it just Skip. get to it y'all Drive two hours just to see them for one? Man, that sounds like a rom-com line if I've ever heard one. Seems like a poor use of time. It's pretty ridiculous. (laughs) Run them a bath? I'm sure that that's not (laughs) going to result in sex. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I see that we're naked and wet and you're clean. Oh, my. Oh, my. This is, uh... This is not good. I uh, I can hardly uh, not suck your toes, Ross. <laughs> I like how it always comes back to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do? When in doubt, suck their toes. When in doubt, suck it out. Just go for it. <laughs> when in doubt, suck it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually, uh, I've been saving this this one. Number 36 on the list and i don't know why it's number 36 on the list i feel like it should be like 101 or yeah. one like one yeah. of the one of the big ones right yeah, yeah, yeah. propose marriage just go for it man make it legal make if it it's legal. legally binding it's, it's not okay it's not, bang. it's not sex anymore yeah because then you're like paying taxes as a couple and it's easier to keep track of you and yada yada <laughs> yeah why would they recommend get married it's either like as a, like as a society, it makes it easier to ensure that people are going to be safe because you have partners, and within a partnership, your house cats live longer, and yada yada yada. Wait, is that like a statistic? Have you heard that? Uh, yeah, wait, if you're in a 
Your cow's it's, it, it's a not a not a colloquialism, not an idiom, not a euphemism. I don't. I can't. So basically, it's a metaphor for marriage, right? In which you say uh, house cats live longer oh, yeah. than wild cats, right? Well, that that's too bad for Kentucky. Married, married men live longer than single men. Okay. Yeah. So wildcats can do whatever they fucking want. They yeah. can go out and they can fuck all the pussies. Literally. All the other cats. <laughs> yeah. But the, the house cat, which is internally indoors, eternally indoors, internally, eternally indoors. <laughs> internally, eternally indoors. <laughs> yeah. They live longer. <laughs> so. And that's important. Or, on the other hand, is it some kind of religious institution that's handing out pamphlets that are instructing people to get married and or suck people's toes? Yeah. And if that's the case, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> sign me the fuck up. Where do I go? Where do I go to suck these <laughs> <Yeah>. toes? <laughs> uh, the Mormons. <laughs> the Mormons. Jesus Christ, you bloody saints. <laughs> this would be what? the so-tucking institution. The so-tucking <laughs> <laughs> How much is tuition? <laughs> How much is tuition? <laughs> That's incredible. It would cost you but one to suck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a father and I do not have children to worry about having uh, premarital sex. But I think I would be equally concerned if my... Child, your fourteen-year-old that my, came home with a pamphlet, and my fourteen-year-old was engaging in toe sucking. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? I, I feel Don't like put it in your mouth. I feel like on some level, I feel like I would be more alarmed if I found out they were toe sucking than if they were yeah. having safe, protected sex. You know what I mean? I'm not quite sure. I mean, either one is going to upset me as a as a father, as a parent yeah. of a child. But I, I feel I mean, like yes, yeah, ah. Uh, I, but only because of the repercussion, right? Like, I don't really care if, like, if, if my child was having sex, like, I would only be worried based on the fact that they would be procreating or and that they STDs. wouldn't be prepared to do that or if they would have STDs after the yeah. fact. But, like, actually, like, like, intercourse in and of itself, meh, meh. Yeah. I don't care. So that's why if I ever have a child, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have a serious talk with them. I'm going to be like, look, there's this thing called an IUD. And <laughs> hey, seriously. like, But you still get STDs. You still get STDs, but you can guarantee against unplanned for pregnancies, right? And as far as the STDs right. are concerned, you can just be like, look, even though you have an IUD, uh, well, even though you have an IUD, I guess I'm assuming that I have a daughter and that that's, has an IUD. That's, that's not exactly right either so yeah, it could be a if i have son. yeah if i have a son yeah, like, you gotta lock do his I, nuts off i just gotta cut his balls off <laughs> yeah. shit the safety scissors i don't want to do that listen to our previous episode we talk all about cutting off balls um god i don't want to do that i just don't want son i guess <laughs> <laughs> don't want a son I if guess. i have a son would you like to take my son Jim? <laughs> you can have him everybody wants a boy right everybody wants a boy i want a daughter that has an iud <laughs> <laughs> that's very specific Tim. yeah just, i'm just gonna implant it at birth does it work that way it's <laughs> gonna do that does it i don't think so I feel like that's like uh, that's a slippery slope argument towards um, eugenics. Probably. Does everybody know about eugenics? Have we talked about eugenics on an episode? I'm sure we have. Surely, surely on, we've on talked all about the it. things that make us sad. 
Yeah. I think, no, Eugenics yes. has got to be up there. Yeah, we talked about eugenics in the context that the eugenics program of Germany, the ideas were borrowed from the United States. Oh, the California program. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Although I've, I've heard that as being a, um, I don't know. I need to do more research on that. You've heard that as being a what, Tim? Uh, I don't know. I... It, who? Like like I've said before, there have been many things in my past that I have been wrong about, and that yeah. might be one of them. So do your Wait, own research. Wait, what do you research. mean? Wrong about the eugenics program in California? Wrong about it coming from California in particular. It could have originated somewhere else in the United States. It could have originated somewhere else in the world. But a lot of people attribute the eugenics program in Nazi Germany as coming from California. But that could, could also be coming from someone who dislikes well, modern California it's, government. regardless, it's from the United States. Yeah. Irregardless that, whether it's from California. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think California had the most per capita of uh, eugenics programs. I, but I know it was practiced all over the United States, including North Carolina, including all kinds of other places, predominantly with low-income uh, black families yeah, and uh, people with different forms of uh, mental retardation. So. Okay, so uh, based on this quick Google search, thanks uh, Google. California became the third state in the United States to enact a sterilization law. Now, by 1921, California had accounted for 80% of the sterilizations nationwide. That's a lot. Which continued until World War II, after which the number of sterilizations began to decrease. Largely due to the fallout of Hitler's eugenics movement. So it was because it had a negative political It's because appearance. Hitler made it look bad. Exactly. There were about 20,000 forced sterilizations in California between 1909 and 1963. So yeah. there's a possibility that people living today are still dealing with, yes. with that. I mean, a large amount of people are yeah. still living with that. Yeah. I mean, I think the last sterilization that happened in the United States happened in either the late 70s or early 80s. So, I mean, it carried on for quite a long time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Very sad. That's yeah. not what we're talking about. Yeah, we're, we're, t- we're talking about sucking toes. We're talking about sucking toes. <laughs> sucking Pamphlets. toes. Pamphlets. Yeah, so where was this guy from? Uh, Let's see about that. This was... High school in Wigan? Wigan what? It, yeah, it says Wigan, the Mank, the M-A-N-C... Where the fuck is Wigan? Where's Wigan? They're not telling us where Wigan is. Uh, let's see what we can find out real quick. So Wigan, England? Is this a British thing? Is it? It would explain the guy's egg-shaped head. <laughs> oh, yeah, Greater Manchester. It is English. Wow. Damn. The, the mink. Wow. We're viewing the mink. So that means we should have been take, like taking a little bit of a British tone the entire time. I don't know. I We kind of knew we were talking about Monty Python. It's true. We were talking about Monty Python earlier. I don't think we were talking Monty Python in this episode. I think it was a previous episode. Yeah. But I don't know. The thing is that I think about, um, not absentee, abstinence type education and stuff like that. I think of that predominantly as uh, an American thing of that. The lack of science and teaching about birth control and stuff like that as an American perspective. So honestly, when I was reading this article, I just personally assumed it came out of West Virginia or Louisiana or Mississippi or some shit like that. Yeah. So the fact that this came out of England, well, I, I wasn't also, expecting that. I also think about asinine uh, conservatism coming out of the United States in particular. That's true. But and then again, England like just elected Boris Johnson. And Boris Johnson, yeah. yeah. So there is this kind of spreading uh, – I wouldn't even call it conservative. It's more like just like 
macho-esque kind of patriarchal. It is reactionary, but I mean, like, reactionary is conservative in a way, like, because you're, you know, you're you're reverting back to, Mm -hmm. like, a a previous traditional ideal, which, I mean, I guess is kind of the case. Like, we're strong men, and strong men need to protect all of us. And strong men like to suck the toes. We suck the toes. We do not put our dick in the willy wicker of the woman body. (laughs) The Willy Wicker is evil unless you are married. I feel like the Willy Wicker would definitely be the dick. We do not put our Willy Wicker yeah. <laughs> in the basket of fragility. <laughs> the basket of fragility is not for the Willy Wicker. <laughs> the Willy Wicker is of man. I think it, it would and be we like, suck the toes. We suck the toes the best. Manchester United is the best football league in the world. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> oh man. That's great. You got any silver lining? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I came up with all those words. Just yeah, now. Willy Wickers. Willy Wickers. Baskety waskities of fragility. <laughs> um, the silver. Ah, fuck, man. I mean, the silver lining is that this father intercepted this brochure yeah. of just complete idiocracy. Mm-hmm. And I would assume, based on this article, was able to sit his uh, daughter down and say, hey, this thing is fucking stupid as shit. Yeah. Let me lay you down some real talk. Tell you what's up. You're getting an IUD, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Or whatever, you know, whatever contraceptive or whatever of just, you don't have to just marry someone. You're 14. This isn't, this isn't the time in your life to declare marriage just because this brochure told you to. Mm Mm-hmm. So I mean I would I would assume that's that's the silver lining is that he that the the father in the situation was able to decipher that this was fucking stupid. Yeah. And then hopefully lay down some real talk. Yeah, well he obviously seemed pretty discontent. Yeah. So it's good that we're seeing the story from the point of view of a Unha- an unhappy parent yeah. rather than the school that's like, we finally figured out how to stop kids from having sex and it's to encourage toe sucking. Right. <laughs> like that, that would have been, uh, a, s- certainly the epitome opposite of a silver lining. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's coming from a perspective of discontent. Um, hmm. Maybe that also, uh, there are some 14 year olds that are, getting a little little dose of romanticism you know like like a couple of numbers on that list you know like buy them a piece of the moon you know go for a moonlight stroll you know like that kind of stuff i mean that's good you know it's that, name a star after them number oh, 10 yeah name a star oh after them. yeah that's right hey you see that little flickery flickery light right there yeah i'm naming that timmy Ah. <laughs> Little Timmy Star. It's named after me. Oh shit! Oh, I my lost God, it. I want to fuck you so bad. Wait, where'd the star go? I'm sorry, I lost your star. <laughs> you lost it. What? I mean, now you're gonna have to just suck my toes. Uh, you just suck my toes now. So speaking of sucking the toes, uh, we, we got a double whammy for you. We're moving right on to two toes for the price of one. That's right. We're moving right on to a story about good old France Beldoran. Now this guy. He uh he probably wrote the goddamn pamphlet on this. Yeah. <laughs> you see his pamphlet? It's a hundred and one ways to show your love, and every insert is toe sucking. Yeah, this guy is twenty three years old, and he was working as a air quotes sitter for a Florida hospital. 
This is his mugshot that we see in this article. This guy was arrested because he was caught sucking a... Well, wait, it doesn't say exactly how old she was. She was 65 or older. Not that that's yeah. necessarily like... Makes oh, it worse gross. or better. Yeah, but it's like, she didn't... Like, she was like asleep and shit. Yeah. Like, that was definitely against um, her will. He didn't just randomly go up and be like... Yeah, it was someone that's... Uh, what's the word for someone that... Not fragile, but uh, someone that isn't able... Vulnerable. To, vulnerable, yeah. thank you. Isn't yeah. able to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly, thank yeah. you. She she had she had no recourse. Like, there was nothing that she could do about it because right. this guy was hired by uh, a... Um, you know, a hospital that yes. she had to trust. She really didn't have an right. option. You go to the hospital when you're sick, right? Yeah. You know, you go to wherever where it's close, where you can seek treatment, wherever possibly is covered by your insurance plan. Right. And then they send somebody out in order to give you assistance, and you hope that they're not going to suck your toes dry. Yes. And so I'm just going to read some direct quotes here so everyone can get a good idea of exactly what went down. So here we go. The victim told deputies they felt something wet between their toes oh, during the third incident. So there's already two incidents before where they felt something wet between their toes and maybe they thought that they're having some weird bodily issue as you do in hospitals. Maybe something's going wrong. Maybe you're having some weird reaction to some medication. You don't necessarily have a clear idea of why you're feeling the things you're feeling when you're in a hospital setting. So to go in from there... When they looked over, the victim said they saw Belderin on his knees next to the bed and bent over their foot, according to deputies. The victim said they, quote, ripped their foot away from Belderin and he went back to the chair he was previously sitting in, according to records. And a really important part after that, Beldorn is a sitter that watches patients throughout the night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you have this guy that's like paid to sit in the room. I guess if something, if their machine goes wrong or if there's some kind of medical emergency, they're there to alert the, alert the medical professionals. Or if their toes look dry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got dry toes from 363. I'm on it. Hey, Bill Doran. Bill Doran, get over here. Suck these fucking toes. I'm on it. Man, I don't know what it is about this story, but I, I hardly ever. Okay. I, call me callous. Uh, call me. Call this like call some me. dry ass 65 year old person toes. Yeah. Nasty ass bunion. Uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a true cynic. I mean, it's in the name of the show, but I, I am, I'm having like a reaction to this story. Like I have like a, like a, a, a like a reaction of disgust that I hardly ever have, which is really saying something <laughs> because we've gone over some fucked up shit and it takes like somebody like sucking on somebody's toes and I'm just like, Bruh! I don't know. It just, it, it just seems so just odd and illogical and an unreasonable it, it's and just so mindless <laughs> yeah it's it's chaos incarnate it's, it's like this guy's the fucking joker yeah it's like why yeah. why would you do that he's gonna like get to the jail and he's gonna rip his face off and it's gonna be heath ledger and he's gonna be like i was here all along ha <laughs> ha yeah, like, some, some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. 
You have to choose sometimes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, this guy. Oh, oh, it's just too like the vulnerability aspect of it of just someone in a hospital trying to get better and recover from some horrible, yeah. horrible illness or disease or condition, yeah. and to have some fucking freak just struggling on the table yeah. every single day. Just yeah. like I got another surgery coming up. I'm only a week out. And I gotta go back under the knife. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. I'm just gonna try to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, I just hope these opioid medications are enough to help me sleep through the night. I'm in so much pain. Yeah, and just once, what, and once you finally succumb to sleep, <laughs> you feel some nasty ass wet secretions Aww. near your toes. <laughs> you just like that wakes you up. Yeah, and it's like it's not the pain this time. It's like, ooh, that feels gross. That feels weird. What is that? I'm like stepping that? in mud. And then and then Belderin just like yeah. just wipes his face. Oh, his, God! His, his mouth is wet. Wipes his ah! face. And then goes and sits back down in the corner of his room and, and crosses his arm and goes back to watching you. Oh, he's just like, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. He doesn't even say like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he just like like she wakes up, she's like, What the fuck? And he's like, Did you catch me? Oh. He just like floats back over in his chair. He's he like, like licking a, his lips. Yeah. He's got like a little sparkle in his eye, like, oh, go back to sleep now. <laughs> I'm gonna go back for some more. <laughs> like, oh god. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, she's like, well, you know what? I'm not, I'm not gonna waste these opioids. <laughs> just right back to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just, yeah. I mean, of all the things we talked about, it's probably the least bad. But it's just so, yeah. I don't know. There's something about it. It's just very unsettling. Mm-hmm. Man, <sighs> yeah, it just hits you at your core. I, 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 um, when I get the most disgusted, I'm typically like visualizing a like an old person's toe. <laughs> Why do old people have such nasty toes? I guess they've been walking on them for so long. I, dude. I'm I'm in my twenties and my feet are already starting to look gross. Man, my feet look pretty damn good. Go got, fuck yourself. I good looking toes. What, what, you got, what do you like, do? What's, what, what's your routine? What's my routine? I have like small feet for my size. You know what they say about a guy with small feet? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I w- I didn't say it. <laughs> I was gonna beat you to the punch. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it easier when I'm the one it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm not going to go down this road. I got small feet, okay? No, I walk in the balls of my feet. Like, I'm always just tiptoeing around like a little ballerina. Okay. That's what it is. And that's what you got to do. Like, don't walk on your heels. Walking on your heels hurts your back. Walking on your heels walk- makes you really makes you slow. You can imagine that you're a werewolf when you're walking around on the balls of your feet. And it makes you feel cool. And you can run fast. <laughs> <laughs> just it's like if it's something like comes and like tries to like sneak up on you, you're just like Doof! and you just like run, you know. <laughs> you can just sprint circles around those fuckers. You know what I mean? I, you know what I mean, Jimmy? Maybe that's where I went wrong because I completely walk on the balls of my feet. Wait, no, that's what you need to do. That's what I just said. You gotta walk on the balls of your feet. No, you said you walk on like the front of your feet. You're yeah, like, like the balls of your feet is the the the, 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 the toe part. 
the toe, the, 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 the toe, the no. ball. Wait, oh, I walk on my heel then. Yeah, that's not the ball. <laughs> Wait, where's the ball at? The ball is the the the, the thing behind your big toe. Wait, then why is the heel shaped like a ball? <laughs> okay, okay, right there. Let's look this up. Ball of foot. So, okay. Here we go. So I have that part. Okay, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm dumb. <laughs> I walk on my heels. So I walk on my heels, and I've always had a historically a loud step. So like when I step, it sounds like a fucking oh, elephant. You're clomping. I'm clomping. I yeah. hit. I hit with the heel. Mm-hmm. The rest of the foot comes down. Yep. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. It's very loud. It's not ballerina. Like it's not like a Wolverine yeah. going so fast. Yeah, you're like, no, no, I'm clomp, 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 clomp. You hear me coming. Uh, yeah, it's not good. But it, maybe that's where I fucked up. I don't know. My dad had really gross feet. My dad grew up on army bases, and he has. Oh yeah. He probably has some kind of toenail fungus or something, and yeah. I, I don't know what I have, but it's not good. And he's like, no matter what you do, you always gotta have fresh pair of socks. Speaking of sucking on toes, my my feet do smell like parmesan, and I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, speaking of toes and my dad, he used to always suck on my toes. No. Like, oh, my no. God. No. <laughs> no, we did not do that. Podcast done. <laughs> done. And this is the end. That's the end um, of the episode. We got to go talk about some stuff real quick. It's a little private conversation. No. <laughs> no, my, They my, smell my... like Parmesan. Yeah, dude. Oh, mine do too, though. Then why are yours nice? I don't know. Well, because some people like that smell. I happen to like the smell of hard cheeses. Not to mention the fact that, like, cheese is delectable for a large percentage of the population. As long as you're not Asian. Asian people don't like cheese. Are they lactose intolerant? Most uh, East Asian people are lactose intolerant. And also, if you look at the domestication, domestic. Domestication, 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 yeah. domestication. Yeah, like animals of of animals that yeah. produce cheese, such as cows. There wasn't really a lot of that in the uh, in East Asia, which also is the reason why they're lactose intolerant. They didn't develop the enzymes to help them uh, eat it. In East Asia, I'm talking about like China and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People that's in, surprising. People in China don't like cheese. Isn't Mongolia directly to the north of China? Yeah, they eat a lot of cheese. That's different though. Well, yeah. Well, they were nomadic for yeah. Well, a large portion. They of the they, they survived primarily off of um, livestock. Oh, a lot of them ate cheese and stuff. Well, why did I, I mean? I guess that there's they're a different places, ge- different geographic yeah, differences. They're different. Like, there's between like Canada and Mexico. Yeah. Um, but that's still kind of surprising. Huh? Yeah. Well, I guess it's understandable. And you said that. Chinese people's feet smell like cheese? Uh, they might. I don't know. That's not what I was getting at. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the point? I'm just saying they're lactose intolerant and don't like cheese. Oh, okay. And so they come to America and get pissed off the fact that we put cheese on everything. They, like, walk up to Jimmy and they're like, hey, Jimmy. Uh, give me know, those toes. I would like to suck your toes, but you don't have, you have cheesy feet. <laughs> give me the toes. Get <laughs> those feet away from me. They taste like cheese, but they're lactose. They're not. They don't have lactose. I can suck on those. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way they can get it. Uh What's the silver lining for Delorean? Delorean Beldorin. His name's Beldorin. Not Bel, yeah, Beldorin. 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 Man, he sounds like a wizard. Uh, Dude, Franz Beldorin. I'm Beldorin, the wizard of the East Gate. And I sucked. <laughs> I sucked toes. Okay, so give me those toes, and I'll cast a spell. Uh, One toe <laughs> per spell. Silver lining here. Uh, Motherfuckers well, arrested. Fr- fr- You're in the Lee County Jail, son. 
Yeah. You won't be sucking any of my toes. So to be honest, like as far as non-consensual pseudo-sexual crimes are concerned. Yeah, this is is some uh, bubble wrapping a kid level shit. Well, I would say that bubble wrapping a kid is a little bit above that. Like granted, like this is a lady who is asleep and she got her toes sucked on, but... She's not being entered. Like, the worst thing that is happening to her is that her toes are getting wet, right? Okay. So I'm not I'm not trying to uh, diminish her trial and tribulation. Of wet toes? That she has gone through. Yeah, or the, the feeling, of, you know, like waking up from a nightmare of slogging around in mud. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to get out of this here swamp? What is this? I just keep going and going and going and... Oh my God, I got sucking my toes! <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Like this guy is like, I don't know. I think the silver lining is like, thank God he wasn't like doing something worse. Worse. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck kind of silver lining it's is that? Shitty. So your silver lining is like, so let's say someone like they got stabbed. It was like the silver lining. <laughs> hey, thank God is... you didn't drop out of a plane and get eaten by an alligator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank, thank God the knife missed your heart yeah. and only hit your abdominal cavity. Hell yeah. You didn't die. At least you got stabbed in a non-vital organ. Slip an artery or something, you know? Like, it went right around What the fuck, Tim? Uh, Your silver lining sucks. Silver lining is that her toes are no longer as dry as they were. (laughs) Jesus Christ. God, I'm going to throw up in my mouth just thinking about dry fucking elderly people's toes well you know what sometimes dry elderly toes are all people have to eat and when you're a poor indonesian you get what you have <laughs> to eat wasn't indonesia the place <laughs> we talked about with the sexy lady cops that was indonesia right yeah i think it was sexy lady cops we haven't talked about indonesia for a while indonesian don't lady don't cop. look up lady cops you don't want to go to those porn sites oh uh, yeah it was them Yep. Uh, they had, like, some hot lady cops. Well, I mean, if anything, it was a marketing campaign to advertise virgin lady cops because if you were married and or had kids or it could be proven that you had sex, it would not hire you as a lady cop in Indonesia, if I remember correctly, yeah. from the previous story. That was pretty fucked up. That was a while ago, though. Uh, Maybe things have changed. Probably not. And apparently... Uh, also, speaking of Indonesia, they have a poverty rate of about 9.4%. Sounds too bad. One in 10? Yeah. <laughs> One in 10 uh, are super poor. That means uh, nine in 10 are okay, right? God damn. No, and I can't even imagine, like, what is a what does poverty look like in Indonesia versus the United States? Like, I know that our poverty line is below $28,000 for a family of four. Yeah, the poverty line's probably way lower than that. Yeah, I, I I bet it would be a lot nastier. You have to like run around like selling, you know, used napkins and sucking on people's toes in order to make a <laughs> yeah. buck or two. Yeah. So who's the person that's recommending the Indonesian minister? It, is, it seems very guy? vague, right? The minister of Indonesia. There's only one minister in the entire nation, and he speaks like this. Oh, it's Mr. Muhajir Effendi. You want to say that again? Mr. Muhajir Effendi. Holy shit, dog. It yep. is Muhajir Effendi. Muhajir 
effing Why in the effing is going on here? <laughs> People's poor. Let's fix it. And this guy's like, hey, you rich people married to poor people. It, okay, so it sounds like Tim is being insensitive by saying that, but here's the direct quote from Muhanjir Effendi is, what happened if poor people are looking for other poor people for marriage? There will be more poor households. So his entire <laughs> galaxy brain genius ideas, what if instead of having poor people marry poor people, we had rich people. They married the poor ma- people. Marry the poor people. Why would they do that <laughs> ever? Mm, good idea. I just to just do it. I was like, what do you mean? Like, why would they do that? <laughs> oh, man. If there, here, here he goes. Here he goes continuing. There are many poor families, and sometimes there are widows left behind by their husbands. They have to raise their children while making a living. If there is a rich man who likes her and she likes him as well, then great, he said. He added, a poor family will be lifted to become rich, and the number of poor people will be reduced. <laughs> Damn, dude! Good God. Drop his own knowledge bombs. I could just see him there with like his beautiful nine, mind numbers <laughs> floating around yeah. his head. Like, poor and plus poor is poor, and poor plus rich is not poor. Yeah. So marry the poor to eliminate the poor. Yeah. It's, just like, it's just like this whiteboard. Fuck, man. Yeah. It's like his his brain is like he's got smoke coming out of his ears. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I tried so hard, so much brain power yeah. coming out of my man. It's like, let's not examine society and, to, and try to figure out why it creates both and poor and rich people. Let's keep society exactly the way it is. Yeah. And just take the rich people on said society and make them marry poor people and bada boom bada bing everyone's okay oh there are many poor families and sometimes there are widows left behind by their husbands they have to raise their children while making a living if there is a rich man who likes her and she likes him well then great (laughs) that's what that's a literal quote that's exactly what he fucking said then great yeah it's like then great then how do you like in this magical fantasy world that he's living in like how do you expect some poor pauper that's living on the streets to just magically cross paths yeah. With some rich person. I saw a Disney movie. Once. I, yeah, exactly. And uh, and if you happen to be, uh, say, I don't know, a wealthy princess, and then street rat yeah. comes inside of your castle, and you your tiger goes up and sniffs him, he's like, I am a little bit skeptical of the validity of your wealth. But I'm going to let you be because I am an animal and I have no idea what wealth actually is. And she's like, hey, big tiger guy, leave him alone. He's like, oh, hey, princess, you're like the wealthiest person I've ever seen. You smell good. You smell so good. And he's like, and she's like, hey, you're like a fucking street rat. You want to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you want to you wanna suck my toes real quick? If you suck my toes and you happen to be wealthy, then we can get married. Yeah. Oh, new wealth. <laughs> 
world eradicating poverty <laughs> when a rich girl marries for popper on a magic carpet ride and then her dad comes out the sultan of agrabah yeah and he's like i'm all pompous and fat and shit <laughs> and he's kind of dolty like he's a dumbass oh yeah what do you think what do you think the commentary is there you think disney's trying to tell us something Probably not. They're not. I don't think. I don't think Disney has ever tried to raise the awareness of the general populace by one iota. I feel like Jafar is pretty intelligent. I think he knows what's up. Yeah, and he's got Iagu. Yeah, a little bird. Oh yeah. Do you think that's a reference to uh, to Othello? Oh fucking no, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the best character. Yeah, all of. Shakespearean <laughs> literature. Iago is fantastic. I just thought I'd add that. <laughs> I'm also a theater major, and I don't, I don't know what the fuck's happening. You know Iago. You know this character. He's like from which play? In Othello. Which one's Othello? <laughs> <laughs> he's got. He's the. Uh... Is Othello the racist play where they yeah. kill the black guy? Yeah. Like the one play where there's a black character. Yep. And he's the villain, yeah, and they no, murder him. He's not the villain per se. Oh, he's the he's a protagonist. He's, well, kind of. He's like he's like this mindless hero. Wait, who's who's Iago? Uh, uh, Iago. Who's Iago in the other? Iago play? is like the schemer. He's like he's like the super intelligent big brain guy that's oh. coming up with all of these things. Kind of like the uh, the minister of Indonesia. <laughs> yeah, he just knows. He sees the lines. Yes, and he plays them out so that Othello ends up. Fucking murder sauce and everybody. <laughs> it's a fucking great play, guys. I've I, I've seen it acted out by the London players. Yeah, that was great. I still don't know the characters. Well, it's because they they were on like super low budget and they were a traveling troupe. That's how they always do it. That's how the London players always do it. Yeah. They always wear all black and each person plays sticks. like five different roles and they use God. very small costume changes to portray each of the characters. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That, well, it takes an extreme amount of skill to be able to do yes. that. And I'm sure that they're still, if they're getting paid at all. They are getting paid. They are getting paid? They are getting paid. It's. I mean, I don't think they're getting but paid like, buku dollar. For the amount of effort involved and how competitive it is to yeah. get one of these roles, they're not getting paid enough. No way. But they are getting paid, okay. which is more than what most, most actors can say. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's. I'm a I'm a professional actor by those standards. Because you're you're receiving compensation. I'm receiving compensation <laughs> from doing dinner theater. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm receiving compensation for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Jimmy! I'm just got all sad and shit. <laughs> it's okay, man. You Cut should, this out. You shouldn't measure your value based on how much compensation you're receiving that's true which is why we're going to bring up our patreon no we don't right. we don't have that we're not even receiving value yeah we don't have that yet. thanks for nothing yeah thanks Fox. guys piece of the shit can't thanks even, for thanks for listening can't even stuff. fucking listen yeah, yeah one one day we'll be all like legitimate and shit and and then if you recognize this as being of enough need you'll be super wealthy and marry us <clears throat> and um yeah then we won't have to worry about poverty anymore because I, I think I think Tim and I actually both followed the merry wealthy people. Oh yeah, route to we definitely subsidize our standard of living. We're we're both um, uh, we're boy toys, 
Yeah, or what's the what would be the we're um we're trophy husbands. That's what it is. Yeah. Or pretty much um people that actually like most of the men that I know of, like their wives definitely are the breadwinners in the family. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, with the exception of my parents in particular, but like every other, like, like really, I can't, I actually, I'm having a hard time thinking of a relationship in which the man makes more money than the woman. Are we a bunch of beta males? I don't think so. Okay. No, I, I, I think it, <clears throat> I think it has a little bit more to do with the fact that uh, technology renders the usefulness of men. Oh, I'm big, I'm strong. Yeah. yeah. Trophy like winner me the factory. If I swing hammer hard yeah. in factory, I make the money. So then, uh, well, there's kind of a karmic justice to the whole thing because if if you're a man that has been raised in a culture in which you um, you're you're used to being kind of catered to in a way in which most of the job structure, the infrastructure is geared towards hiring men because you know that you don't have to treat them as well as society typically has had to revere women in general. Like, I mean, like you can – I feel like you can like literally kill a man in a job. Like let's imagine yeah. he's a lumberjack and a tree yeah. falls on him. Then you're like, OK, well, we have to make a certain payout. If a woman dies in a job, I feel like – there's okay at least in the western in the western world in the united states i feel like there's a little bit different understanding of how you can physically treat a man versus what you can treat a woman do you know what i'm talking about i do and i i disagree with um i think in general jobs don't treat anyone well everyone gets treated like shit for example yeah flesh for cash this exactly it's flesh for cash because i remember there was a story of someone that worked for Walmart who was a woman who was pregnant, was okay. also a woman of color. I believe she was African-American, if I remember the story correctly, where she had papers from her doctor saying that she shouldn't lift above X amount of pounds yep. because, due to her pregnancy. Oh, but basically, God. yes, basically Walmart was like, Go fuck yourself. Do it or you get fired. Exactly. Do it or you get fired. Still making her exceed the amount she should lift, making her exceed X, Y, and C. And she... She could have just got another and, job, Jimmy. And so, go fuck yourself. I know I know you're not actually saying that. I know you're, you're quoting someone else saying that. But anyways, no, she couldn't. This was the best job she could have for her skill set of what she could make. Yeah, yada, she could yada, just yada. like go and transition to another job in the middle of a pregnancy. That yeah, exactly. sounds good. Yeah, exactly. And so she, as you know, Walmart sells many things. Yeah. And she, I believe she worked in the bakery section. I think even in the bakery section, a lot of their breads were frozen and stuff like that. So she worked routinely in the freezer of lifting like the trays of the breads, like in and out. And basically she was lifting above the weight she was supposed to be lifting. And ultimately one day while she was at work, she was, she was exceeding the amount she should be lifting and basically miscarried and bled while she was at work due to her work. So on some level, I do think there's something to be said about our society not caring about men and that someone can literally die at their work but and they don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think women, women have similar issues. Yeah. Uh, with the, the allegory of the story I just gave there. So, I mean, I think in general, they treat everyone like fucking shit. Yeah. That's, that's a great point. And I think that women have been fighting for, um, 
like maternal rights for uh, the last forever. They still don't have it. I mean, if, is there even like any fucking like maternity like laws on the books of like a minimum amount of time you have to year no. law? Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's left up to the corporations or the the people who are employing uh, these people. So it's all fucked up. Yeah, it really is all fucked up. I, you know what? Yeah, I want to rescind a lot of what I said. Like, it, it's silly to like try to create a dichotomy between men and women in the workforce. I mean, it is it is rather novel that in this day and age, um, it seems that like the majority of the people that I know, like the as as far as like developing a I mean, I will income, I will say that in a general sense to to not defend what you said, but just to give it generally, I will will say that a lot of the jobs that men engage in um, are more dangerous, such as there's a higher per capita of men that engage in jobs such... That will result in their death. That will result in their death, such as being a lumberjack. There's a higher per capita of men that engage in that particular type of work. There's a higher per capita of men that engage... And whale, yeah, being like, like <laughs> literally, no, but literally though, like deadliest catch kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's like true. Um, a on a boat, fishermen. Yeah, yes. being a fisherman. We, um, we went over this a couple episodes exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, coal miners. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, disproportionately male. Uh, factory jobs mm-hmm. that uh, involve heavy machinery and stuff like that. So I will say that in that capacity, there is probably a higher percentage of men that will die in the line of duty. Yada 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 yada. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, I will say that there is still things that are shitty for being a woman in the workplace that can result in a miscarriage or whatever that aren't uh, respectful of uh, the risk involved in a miscarriage of being in a uh, manual labor type job and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't don't know if necessarily those jobs result in the woman's death, but still don't take in for account the death of their child and stuff like that, which is equally fucked, you know? <laughs> exactly. I see the face you're saying you're making. It's just like when the job doesn't even care enough to make sure your job accommodates for the fact that you're pregnant and result in a miscarriage, like how much more fucked up can you get? You know oh, what I mean? Man. Yeah, and then like your your manager's like So uh you're out of sick days so do you want to use your vacation time to mourn or yeah exactly sorry i don't have anybody to fill the spot on the schedule right now and if i were to hire someone else that means i'd have to make some cutbacks so yeah yeah it's all it's all fucked everything's fucked yeah that's pretty ridiculous. We, we just got really sad mm-hmm yeah, it kind of took a little bit of a turn. Uh, uh. So, silver lining for silver. marrying poor people in Indonesia. Well, I mean, they're pointing out just how ridiculous this guy sounds. Like, maybe he's so far off in a way that. Like, so disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> this is what people need to do. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I didn't do it because I'm obviously very wealthy. I'm, wit- I'm rich as people. hell and I'm not allowed to marry people. Yeah. I have to be celibate based on my stature in society. Because yeah. I thought Indonesia was a primarily uh, Muslim society. Like, wasn't that. What we read in the previous, I don't like it says minister, and I don't know if that's like specifically. I mean, I think of minister usually when I think of minister, I think of Christian religions just because of my well, background and upbringing. I think it's but, just it's there's a government position, like there are ministers within the um, 
like UK. Oh, it's talking government. about like a government official yeah. minister. Yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's that's why it's kind of like fantastic. Now it's even worse. I thought it was like some religious individual or person. Yeah, yeah, like uh, the the Ministry of Intelligence, the, the Ministry, Ministry of Magic, of the, the Treasury, or, you know, like, like I the got Ministry you of Magic. Yeah, uh, yeah, it sounds like a rather English kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a particularly good silver lining to this. Um, it's like you're a minister. You're part of the government. Shouldn't you be working to end poverty? Yeah. No. Maybe just have yeah. the rich marry the poor and just have them intermingle and breed because they're different breeds. And then over time, the differences will be forgotten. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just enough. You know, half rich, half poor babies. Oh. Uh, I would like to vote this man out of office, please. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that because you're poor. Yeah, yeah, your vote doesn't count. You need to marry a rich person first, yeah. and you get a half. And they you get, get a, a half, half vote. vote. Yeah, one half. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that adds an entire different layer to it because my brain totally talk, took in the religious aspect, but the fact that this guy is part of the government somehow makes it even worse. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's like the worst fucking concept in human history good good job indonesian minister way to go you guys are rocking it lately absolutely killing it speaking of horrible jobs uh police officer is one of the worst jobs you can have i uh i don't want to be one and the more we do this podcast the less i affiliate with them and or want to be one yeah i uh well why (laughs) why do i do okay why do I not want to be a police officer? One, I don't agree with the things that are currently criminalized under current uh, federal laws and jurisdictions, such as the legalization of marijuana and other drugs. I don't think that people should have to be sentenced to jail mm-hmm. for their entire life for the possession of drugs. I feel like it should be handled like a uh, uh, a mental illness or something like that and be... Right helped from that perspective as opposed to being criminalized yeah. so I, I would never be okay with sending someone to jail for that so i couldn't consciously do that well i don't i don't want to be at the behest of anyone as far as uh a the creation of laws that i don't necessarily agree exactly with. it doesn't matter what it is like even if there was a you know an overwhelming majority of people that believed a particular thing was true like if i didn't believe it was exactly true, and i'm idealistic in that sense and i'm a police officer i wouldn't want to carry it out yeah exactly like all right i wouldn't make so, a good police officer <laughs> uh, i'm supposed to uh arrest you for this yeah but i'm not going to do that yeah. <laughs> that would be me yeah but then the thing is, though, a lot of the times they have these cops riding with, like, a side buddy. And I think that's how they make you fulfill the law. Is that even though you, oh, exactly, you have yeah. someone side passengering with you in your car, yeah. you may not believe in X, Y, and Z. But you got X, you got this random side buddy with you that knows that you're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. So you're like, well, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to lose my job and get in trouble if I don't. Because I got fuck face over here with mm-hmm. me. Did you go to Baptist? No, I grew up uh, Pentecostal, Catholic, Whoa. and non-denominational. That's fun. So yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a neat little joke about Baptists that if you invite a Baptist to go fishing with you, mm-hmm. in order to avoid him from drinking all of your beers, you simply have to invite another one. <laughs> right? Because they'll be good. Because, because no they won't there. drink in front of each other. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I was using this analogy the other day of that, like, I don't, I don't dislike people that have served. Like, I don't dislike people that have served in uh, the Marines or the Navy or the Air Force or Army or whatever. Yeah. Like, I can get along with anyone. Not dislike. Yeah, I'm, like, a pretty personal person. Like, I can, like, even if someone, like, we have, like, 99.99% like, not in common with each other, we can, I, I can find something that I have in common with this person that I can relate to them with and, like, have a cordial conversation. Right. But there's something... It's just kind of the actually the opposite effect of the, of the Baptist example of having another Baptist on board to make sure they don't drink your beer. I feel like there's something that happens when you have three or more Army guys or three or more Air Force guys or three or more Navy guys and Marine guys together that they become like a bunch of fucking dipshits. Oh, man. That like their brain cells just start fucking dissolving the more you get them together. Yeah. Because... They stop acting like civilians and they start like breaking down back to like their previous Break. military code of just like stupid inane bullshit that no one gives a fuck about unless you've served. And I haven't fucking served, so I don't give a fuck about any of their inane bullshit. Yeah. You know? I, I totally get it. Yeah. You, you Well, you have that problem with many subcultures. Uh, and I, I know that the. Uh, the military or um, law enforcement organizations, many trades organizations, you know, they, they have a very um, forward approach when it comes to expressing those cultures. So it becomes especially distasteful for those of us that don't understand exactly where they're coming from or can, in, you know, accurately interpret what they mean or what they're doing when right. they're when they're fucking and, and, like and, smacking and, each other around exactly <laughs> and then if you, and then if if you as like a, a civilian like try to like question like anything that they're doing they're like oh you don't understand yeah. you, you weren't there man. yeah you exactly there. and it's just like well what the fuck why am I even here you you, you, you can have your slap ass party without me then yeah I don't want to be a part of this. If this is what it's just going to devolve into. Are you speaking from experience, Jimmy? I am speaking from experience. Yeah, where did you go? What did you do? I hung out with you and your fucking slap-ass friends in Clarksville, Tennessee. So that's something that I've always been interested in. Like, I've never served either, but... I feel like I get along with these types of people especially well. Especially well. That's not it's probably that's probably <laughs> saying like a lot of bad shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> you did fit like a glove with those guys. Oh yeah, it was bad. I mean like <laughs> like I feel like any one of them, like one on one, I would have got along with like great. Yeah. But there's just like a s like once you get enough of them together, it just kind of devolves into this like stupid pecking order of bullshit of like, well, when you served, you was a sergeant and I was a colonel, and so I understand these things oh, and you man. understand those things. Yeah. And if you just respect me, I'm gonna wrestle you right here, right now, because I gotta assert my authority. <laughs> and it's just so unnecessary and dumb. If if only boyish life was actually that way. It's just like this. I don't know. I felt like I was in high school again, but with a bunch of grown ass. Oh yeah. Like oversized men. Yeah. And it, and I I just. I get it. I hate that environment so much. I get it. It's it, it is it's rather barbaric. Like Ooh, yeah. I big, you small. Oh yeah, like I not small, you small. <laughs> the mil the military. Let me show you who small is. 
<laughs> you're smaller than me. The the weightlifting community is that's especially apparent in. I, I've been in some groups that were uh, centered around like powerlifting, like competitive powerlifting, and like strongman. And those types of people take that to like the next level. They're like the most. I, I hesitate to call them brain dead, but like God, like some of them are absolutely just just numb to the gills like they they do not think about what they do they you know at the split second that somebody questions their masculinity they're like i am going to prove what i can do and they'll like like pick up random shit and like hurt them look how much i can pick up it's just like oh god i pick up everything i am mad I mean, not to say that you're like, hey, you're a consenting adult. You fucking do what you want with your time. And not to say that there aren't people out there that are doing it effectively and still able to maintain. You question uh, masculinity. Now I pick up even heavier things. It's it's the it's the uh, the inability to notice just how insecure you are and what you know what kind of hobbies or activities or group cultures that you're picking up in order to fill in these parts of yourself that you're not comfortable with that's that's the problem but for everybody else out there that is in the military or in the police or or, or uh, uh power lifter and you're doing everything by the book and you're fine and you're letting everybody live their life and you're not naysaying them and yucking their yums for doing the things that they like to do kudos to you i think yeah. you're doing just fine this person in the story <laughs> yeah yeah, it's not to finally, like that. To finally get to our fucking story. Yeah. Well, these people are on Power King, and I think it relates to what we were just talking about. Like, they want to impress what they believe on others. And in this particular instance, they're taking their authoritarian view of what they think a police officer ought to be, and they're applying it to even the youngest members of society, which I guess they believe have just as much free will and choice as the next person. So they're holding them to the same standard that they would an adult. No differentiation. Um, there's a there's a police officer here. Let's see what's the, what's the name of this police officer. We want to make sure that we get some Dennis Turner, Officer Dennis Turner, and we are in Orlando, Florida. Yay! Yep. So what we have here, we have a body cam. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, that shows six year old Florida girl. Uh, Kaya Rowley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's being arrested. Yep. She's a six-year-old girl that's being yep. arrested. There is a, a grown-ass man that is putting zip ties on the hands of a six-year-old. Yeah, I guess the, the normal handcuffs weren't small enough. Yeah, she just <laughs> she, she could literally ties. just put them all the way up to her shoulder because she was that fucking small. He was that tiny. Oh, my God. They had to restrain God. her with fucking zip ties. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, and he was proud of it. And I think that that's really the thing that stands out. Uh, and, you know, what what can be included in the little rant that we just had. Uh, the people that are proud about their asinine bullshit, those are the people that don't need to be doing what they are. Like, they, they need to be exercised like, from their communities. They're toxic. Like the So, a thing I'm confused about is that... So, the reason why they're arresting her, supposedly, is that she was punking... Punking. She was she was punking the teacher. <laughs> she popped out of a trash can and the teacher was like, Oh my god, you got You've been me. punked. Yeah, I fucking got you. Is that she was punching and kicking staff members at the charter school that she attended? Yeah. And so I mean she's six years old. Like how how much damage 
can she possibly do mm. to a grown ass adult? Right? Like she's a tiny little child. Like right. I don't like. I feel like there's. Sh- how can the appropriate response to be someone being physically violent that's six years old? Yeah. Be to have them be arrested with zip ties and sent to jail like that. Like that just. It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, obviously, you, you can't accept a child being physically violent to other students right. or staff members of a school. That's true. But you would think that there would be some way a school could handle a situation like that without it resulting in calling the cops and having them zip-tying a child. Like, that just seems extreme to me. Well, I think you got a couple of... You got a couple of variables in this story that ultimately lead to a fuck up like this. First, you have a child that is poorly disciplined. Uh, and right. I'm, not, I'm certainly not going to victim blame here, but hey, if the kid wasn't flying off the handle and punching people, I doubt that there would have been any next step. So after that, you have the teachers uh, or the administrators uh, whom the, the kid is you know acting up in front of. I think that they're they're absolutely useless. They don't know how to maintain a situation. Maybe because they're scared of repercussion. You know that the 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 parent, uh, if they were to uh, lay hands on the child in such a way to restrain them, uh, or to not, and you don't even have to discipline them. You can just be mm-hmm. like, look, like I'm stronger than a six year old. I'm holding their hands. You don't have to be aggressive to them. You can literally yeah. just loosely hold them and be like, you're a weak ass little They're six-year-old. Six. Yeah, exactly. You get on their level and talk to them and be like, look, you're not as strong as us. Stop fighting. Like, you yeah. don't, you just have, you can have a group of teachers. Like, don't, I mean, I know that that's probably above and beyond because I've seen <laughs> plenty of, I've seen plenty of videos of like police brutality in which you have like six cops beating the shit out of like a teenager that yeah, was exactly. that was skateboarding in the wrong area. It's like I know that people can fly off the handle in groups and that's not always the best case, but in a perfect world and you have teachers that are able to maintain a situation, you don't call the cops. Yeah, exactly. So they don't know what to do and they call the cops. Like I don't like I just don't understand how like inane or ineffective these teachers could be to call a cops on a six-year-old because even even according to the story of i I think it's fucking ridiculous apparently the uh primary police officer involved in this was fired as a result of the incident which Mm -hmm. rarely happened which i mean i guess i'm glad that a police officer was actually fired but at the same time i I don't even know how much at fault the police officer is for just coming and doing what the school asked him i mean i guess he should have been like you you're calling me over a six-year-old yeah is it you're you're calling a six-year-old. You know, They're killing us. You, you said you're telling me that's a six-year-old bothering you. Uh, that go fi- figure it out yourself. Click. You know, I don't know what he should have done. Yeah. But yeah, it's apparently according to this that. that you're not allowed to arrest someone that's younger than twelve, right? Like that. That is that is the bar at which the Orlando Police uh, Department sets of that someone can be at risk of being violent enough to be arrested at the age of 12 or older. But they must be, air quotes, that big or that large or that dangerous before it is a risk at greater society. And the fact that this primary school is like, oh no, this six-year-old's kicking and punching us. Whatever will we do? So that's... 
that's something that I, I find a little bit of issue with, and not necessarily because there's that great of variance in the human body, but let's imagine a situation in which you have a particular age of person. Within that age, there could be quite a bit of variance oh, yeah, in sure. body size and strength. Absolutely. I know by the time that I was... Well, by the time that, you know, a good good manner of people, I don't even have to use personal examples, but um, some people get pretty big pretty quick. And in the instance that they, they catch get, my drift, if they get if they get pretty big, pretty fast, then they they pose a problem physically in the instance that they choose to act up. Right. So if they choose to act up, does that mean that we hold larger individuals to a greater standard? Because they have the ability to be able to exert more force on administrators that would be trying to contain them than those that are smaller and don't have the ability to do so. I was to say society does. I'm not saying we should or we should. Well, society does do that, and I don't think it's necessarily it, – well, it's not because necessarily fair. I can't even remember of which one it was. There was some police shooting of some young black man under the age of 18 and their entire – Is it Michael Brown? It might have been Michael Brown. I can't remember of some – black kid who was less than 18 years eight years of age and their entire excuse of why it was okay of well look at the pictures of him he weighed you know 180 pounds he was big therefore it was okay to shoot him even though he was a child uh yeah th- this was the it was the michael brown shooting uh so you had an 18 year old who is six foot four and weighed 292 there you go so yeah it's- Oh, he's big. He's, he was big. Therefore, it's okay. I mean, and that was yeah, that was his that was his downfall, which is really unfortunate. Like well, his downfall along with uh, you know, blatant racism in Ferguson, Missouri. Having Skittles, was that the one that had Skittles on him? Uh what did he might get him mixed up? Would he reach in his pocket for Skittles or something? I don't know. I I can't remember who there's been so many police shootings I can't keep up with them all. Cop, yeah. grown ass man, cop. Mm-hmm. arresting six-year-old girl for seemingly no reason yeah now he's been let go since he since then yeah which is just surprising because they never let go of their own they always fight it out and then they put them on probation or whatever suspension at full paid leave of absence right and then bring them back on five sex five sex seconds yeah later you're gonna have to take a fall son but we'll bring you back yeah so- we got gotcha. you so I am kind of surprised by the fact that they were willing to just, all right, you did a bad thing. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope that this is not the case. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that, uh, let's see. Uh, so they're, they're not even um, incorporating him into the general populace of of their police force they're denying that he was legitimately a full-time police officer saying that he acted as a in a reserve unit which was made up of mostly retired officers who'd pick up extra duty jobs uh so i don't think they're bringing him back i'm, I'm glad to hear that they're kind of throwing him under the bus yeah <laughs> uh and that you know hopefully the full weight of uh, of I don't know, whatever kind of societal recourse is going to, to crush this guy after putting a six-year-old in some zip-tie handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I can't I can't even imagine just how much impact that's going to have on that child's life throughout the course of, of their existence. I, I know that they, it's going to be a formative event. 
There's there's no way that it's not. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're just like, oh, like my mom puts me in zip tie handcuffs every morning before I get up. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I go to bed, puts me right back in. I'm like, nah, definitely not happening. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's that kid's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it just it's just completely and utterly utterly uh, unnecessary. Like the entire situation could have been avoided mm-hmm. um, with very little resources or anything else. It just it's just I just don't understand why it had to come to this point in the first place. Yeah, yeah, it it, it really didn't. And like I was saying earlier, like you had uh, a failure at at several different steps along the way, right. and ultimately when it came to the inability of the administrations of the school who called the police officers yeah. <laughs> in order to get this guy to come down, this guy was sent, and then he had another opportunity. To say, exert hey, appropriate yeah, force. exactly. Like, hey, mm-hmm. your fucking school, do your fucking job. Yeah, I can't arrest six year olds. <laughs> he he could have been the voice of reason in the instance that they called him to be an authority, or basically someone who they were to throw into the bus. Maybe yeah. they didn't like this little, little kid. Maybe yeah. the kid was a legitimate piece of shit. Like, hey, <laughs> take, take this kid to jail. Yeah, like, can you like fuck this child up real quick? Can you just like? Yeah. Could you pistol whip this kid? <laughs> yeah. If you don't mind. Do you have, do you have a can of, of pepper spray on you by any chance? Yeah. Any, anything you We're could do. We're going to hold their eyeballs open for <laughs> yeah. you if you just would spray it directly it, into it, their if eye. You, if you could just make this little little piece of fuck stop yeah. behaving like a piece of fuck, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Uh, and instead, he relished in the opportunity to push around. Terrorize the kid. Exactly. A, a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to scare the fuck out of you for no goddamn reason. Yeah, what are those handcuffs for? It's like, they're for you. Yeah, yeah, they, they, that's literally right out of the, the article they're reading from. The, the the police officer came up with zip ties, and the little tiny six-year-old girl was like, what are those zip ties for? And the police officer went, they're for you. Mm. The zip ties are for you. Good God. Yeah, it's, it's all fucked up and dumb and unnecessary, and... uh I guess to uh, move along, the only silver lining that I can come up with is the fact that this officer was let go, that they were willing to throw him under the bus and say, we did a bad thing. The thing we did was bad. Yeah. We're sorry. Yeah. I I mean, mean, it's it's good enough for now. I mean, it's not enough, but at the same time, it's it's better than nothing. It's not going to take that little girl's, uh, well... Sense of security back. Yeah, trauma. (laughs) Yeah. Of the time they were arrested and thought they were going to live in jail for the rest of their life because they don't understand the legal system. Or the passage of time. Yeah, (laughs) that too. no. (laughs) I was in jail for five minutes. Yeah. And now I have permanent uh, trust issues. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, later on, they're going to end up killing a cop. And they're going to be like, yeah, one time I was putting uh, zip tie handcuffs when I was six years old. And they're like, hmm. We're gonna consider letting you off. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you're totally fucked up. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, that's that's bad. Speaking of trust issues, fuck a bunch of tattoo artists. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? Like, what the how's the segue gonna work? Speaking of trust issues, don't let any tattoo artists put ink in your eye. Yeah. Uh, needles don't belong near the eyeballs. Yeah. I didn't think this needed to be said, but apparently it does. Yeah. In uh, 2020, that is something that needs to be stated as just a blatant fact, a witticism, if you will, <laughs> a uh, a statement. Yeah. 
needles do not belong near anywhere near the eyeballs. So to get right into it, the article we have for the story, Polish woman, 25, goes blind after getting her eyeballs dyed black. And I didn't realize this was a thing until reading the story. I read some other uh, related articles that apparently the uh, tattooing of eyeballs has been a activity that has been going on since I think around 2005. There's some famous uh, body modificationist, I can't remember their name, mm-hmm. that I was reading about uh, previously to this article that kind of, that I guess went and got it done and nothing bad happened yeah. and promoted it. And other people have been doing it since. And I guess this is just the latest in the line of people that have followed suit to have something horribly, horribly, horribly bad go wrong. Something horribly wrong happen to them. Yeah, now apparently the process is a little bit different from tattooing in the sense that they take a syringe that's filled with ink and they inject it into the eyeball. There's a couple of things that can go wrong that are not especially favorable or expected from a procedure like this. Of course, the most notable of which is blindness, which happened in this particular case. Mm -hmm. But other things uh, can happen like a discoloration. Uh, The ink can move and can fall in different parts of the eye. Uh, All all kinds of things that just are... are, I, I would say unexpected, but in all honesty, you should expect there to be some problems from a procedure like this mm-hmm, mm-hmm, whenever mm-hmm. you're having somebody inject ink into your eye, especially if it's a non-medical professional. And I'm not saying that a medical professional should even be able to do this either. Like it's, it's more so just like your eyes are your eyes. They're the way that they are. If you want to change their look, put a contact in or something. You know, something that you're going to exactly. be able to remove later. Exactly. Let's get a yeah. fucking goddamn fucking contact probably cheaper too and you're going to be able to take it out if you ever want to uh have a decent job interview again yeah so this is just a clusterfuck of sadness so what happened is this polish woman she wanted to basically replicate a process of some fucking rap artist called popik yeah i don't know who the fuck popik is he's probably some shitty polish rap artist unless from, from what i've heard also went blind from did he the tattoo so I'm oh gonna, I'm gonna okay to, yeah okay so i don't know about Popic's uh what happened to Popic when he received the same treatment and so this lady wanted to follow suit with Popic, who got his eyes dyed black and so she went to a local tattoo artist in uh west poland in Warclaw. Warclaw. w-r-o claw i don't know how the fuck to pronounce that goddamn word but she went there to go and get the procedure done so she could have her eyeballs dyed black and the issue is that the tattoo artist that went ahead and dyed her eyeballs black had no idea what the fuck he was doing so apparently i don't know how the air quotes correct way to go about doing this process is but the way in which he went about doing this process is he used the same exact ink that you would use for a skin tattoo yeah. when you're injecting it in, into your arm to, you know, make a beautiful butterfly or a tramp stamp or a tribal tattoo or whatever the fuck people get for tattoos. I have a tattoo, so I can't judge. I'm not going to judge you if you get a tattoo. But he used those same exact kinds of inks and injected them into her eyeball, which is apparently not what you're supposed to do. I will repeat, not 
the process you are supposed to use when dyeing an eyeball a different color. Jesus. Which is ultimately why they had the complications that they had and she went blind in one of her eyeballs. And according to this article, soon to go blind in her other eye that she has not gone blind in yet. This guy. So, what the fuck? I just looked up a... Uh, he looks uh, like a goddamn Resident Evil villain. Yeah, I looked up uh, Popic, which apparently... Bodybuilding world champion rapper? Yeah, he's also a mixed martial artist. Uh, he does all kinds of stuff. And that scarification that you see on his face is um, is artificial. Uh, somebody did that to him. By choice. He didn't even get that from fighting? Didn't get it from fighting. It's a big X on the side of his face. Uh, he's got his, his eyes tattooed a different color. Uh, and apparently from what I am reading, the reason why he's so popular is because of the way that he looks. It doesn't seem like he's a particularly good fighter, but anyways, uh, you know, like stupidity knows no bounds. Yeah, it's just all incredible. So to get some quotes here from Alexandra, who is the person that ultimately cool dude. Man, that guy looks like a piece of shit. He looks like a fucking Batman villain or some he shit. He looks like an absolute piece of shit, yeah. He's, just give context. He's making this weird grunting face while holding stacks of dollar bills and holding up a chain. Yeah. Uh, but Alexandra, who wanted to look like this douchebag for some reason and also have black eyeballs, yeah. uh, we have a quote from her here in our Daily Mail article, which says, Unfortunately for now, doctors do not give me much optimism for improvement. The damage is too deep and extensive. I'm afraid I will be completely blind. I will not lock myself in the basement and get depressed. I have sadness behind me, but I live on. That's uh, her statement. That's a silver lining right there for you folks. <laughs> hey, Alexandra is not going to be sad about becoming completely blind from the complete inane stupid bullshit decided to engage in. Yeah. Woo! I don't want to victim blame here. Just tell you just put that on like an index card and start <laughs> handing that to people. I don't want a victim blame here. I don't want a victim blame here, but yeah, you think if, uh, I don't even know if Poland has any type of, of um, uh, you know, public, I feel like public assistance programs for the differently uh, differently abled, uh, but in this particular instance, you think they'd be like, uh, "No, you gotta you're gonna have to struggle for a little bit. Like you're gonna have to learn your lesson." This is like the vampire facials. Remember when we talked about those where the people contracted HIV from getting the vampire facials, where they injected plasma into their face? Like, yeah. like for me, honestly, this might be more stupid. This yeah. might even be worse than the vampire facials. The fact that you willingly let people inject black ink into your eyeball yeah. and expected everything to be okay. How much research do you think this person did before they decided to go and get this procedure done? Yeah. I would assume no research. P- pretty much none. It's, it's basically like, oh, that looks cool. Let's, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, there's there's a give and take in, in anything in, in life like this. And it doesn't look cool. And, and feel free to go and look at the articles. Yeah. Yeah, just look up eye tattoos. Like, just, just go through the random Google images. It does not look cool. It looks gross. Ink injected into their eyeball. They look like some fucking aliens from some shitty sci-fi movie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, these poor folks, these poor dumb folks. 
uh, I'm I'm even reading here. It's it's not even permanent. Like you don't you don't even get an actual tattoo out of it. It goes away after a certain amount of time. So there's a possibility. So you get to become permanently blind without a permanent eyeball tattoo. Yep. <laughs> so so you're gonna go around and at a certain point in your life, if you're still alive from not doing stupid shit, you know, like killing you, then uh, somebody's be like, oh hey, you're blind. Uh, so were you born blind? Or like, no, I got a tattoo to paint my eyeballs blind. And like, but your eyeballs are. I don't see a tattoo in your eyes. It's like, yeah, it just goes away. Yeah, the tattoo's gone now. But the blindness is forever. <laughs> Wait, so I don't understand. No, <laughs> it's stupid. Or, uh, <laughs> I don't get it. It's like the sad clown. The smile is fake, but the tears are real. Yeah. Much like this. The ink is fake, but the blindness is forever. Yeah, it's blindness forever. Uh, do one eye at a time. That's a pretty good idea. If they had an iota of intelligence, they wouldn't have done this. Just one at a time. Just one at a time. Just say, it's like, oh, man, I'm blind in one eye. Shit, I'm not going to do the other. I still have one eye. One eye is good, but instead they're just like, pop them both. Get them both. Do them both right now, motherfucker. <laughs> like, oh, that's not good. All right, it costs $100 to get one eyeball done, but... A hundred and fifty to get both done. You yeah. save fifty dollars. It's a deal. <laughs> hundred and fifty. That still seems expensive. <laughs> the blind you, yeah. Yeah, like Should be I'm paying right. me. I'll do it for free. I'm the pig eye stabber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you might as the- you might as well grab a, your the closest sharpie and just like color your eyeball black. Well, you could do that. So as far as a as being an eye stabber, I got this funny story about a guy I used to work with. His wife was an eye surgeon. Pig eyes. Uh, well, they they, they had practice to practice on pig, on pig eyes. So there was somebody who had a job that was ruining pigs' eyeballs. So oh, because like, they try to fix them, right? Because they fix eye the surgeons. eyes, right? Yeah. So there was a pig eye stabber <laughs> out there that was just out there, like you motherfucking pig, and then just like I guess like punching a pig in the face or just like stabbing Jesus. it in the eye. <laughs> oh, That's man. insane. Yeah, you know that guy had to look pretty weird. I bet he wore a top hat and he had like really long greasy hair, like that kind of guy. Hmm. Yeah, I got, I got a the penguin. I got a view. Yeah, <laughs> it was the penguin. He stabbed in the eye with the umbrella. <laughs> that all makes sense now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do we have a silver lining for Alexandra? She looks fucking cool. No, she does. She looks like shit. She looks neat. She does not look neat. She looks like Popic. It makes me want to puke in my mouth when, when I look at her eyes. Popic. Bobik. He's a cool rapper. He's a cool Polish rapper. Oh, man. Well, okay. The only silver lining that I've got is that, so apparently this whole trend started in 2005 when I can't, uh, feel free to message on the show to reference the article of whoever started this trend of eyeball tattoos. Uh, but hopefully the story brings more awareness to how fucking stupid and inane this entire procedure is and prevents future peoples from engaging in it yeah. and doing it because, um, yeah, I had no idea it was a thing. And I thought I, at this point, I thought I knew every stupid thing you could do. <laughs> I, was, I was up to my eyeballs and stupid things you could do. I had a complete list and then 101 suck the toes right yeah. at the end there. I, now I'm still up to my eyeballs, literally <laughs> tattooing eyeballs of stupid shit you can do. 
eyeballs are absolutely filled with stupid things yeah. you could do. So, I mean, that's, that's all I got. Do you have anything? No. I mean, that, that's, the, that's the best I got. Yeah, it's pretty bad. All right, well. All right. Still speaking on stupidity. Lasty people, but goody. People can't tell the difference between Corona and Corona. It's funny because we already th- talked about this in a previous episode about how, f- like, oh, we did basically an up or down. Do you think Corona cells are going up or down as yeah. a result of the coronavirus of getting the name out there? Yeah. Apparently, going down. That is the way mm-hmm. we, we should have guessed. Yeah, it's going down. Uh, there was a survey uh, done by 5W Public Relations, and the survey found that 38% of Americans wouldn't buy Corona beer under any circumstances because of the outbreak of the novel coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And another 14% said they wouldn't order, order a Corona in public. I don't understand the really? distinction there. <laughs> yeah, because they'll do it in private. Oh, yeah. In private, I'll fuck around with a little yeah. Corona. Maybe there's like a, a group karmic effort. There's like, how dare he orders a Corona? I bet that he's trying to order the coronavirus upon all of the house. So we're going to fuck him up. Yeah, like who the fuck thinks that way? I don't know. I, I, I can't follow that. that, that They're little... ashamed. They yeah, exactly. I can't... They'll invoke the power of the coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. Man, okay, so. Some superstition. Story time with Jimmy. There was so I was dating this girl when I was in high school, and I don't like I don't know. Kids joke about stupid shit or something like uh, you know, just in general. You know, kids say stupid things, joke about stupid things, whatever. And so uh, my girlfriend at the time, so we were being chauffeured around. I didn't have a driver's license, and so her her mom was chauffeuring us around, going to I can't even remember where, right? And I was joking about my current girlfriend at the time getting cancer or something like that from... <laughs> you're making a oh face! Oh my god, where what? is this going? <laughs> Why are you making this Did face? Did she get cancer? No! Oh, fuck. She didn't get cancer. Okay, good. Okay. She didn't get cancer. She didn't yeah, get you cancer. You the cancer, Jimmy! No, Tim, calm the fuck Why down. Why did you order a corona? Anyways, so I was joking about it because it's something, something she said made me make a joke about it right it wasn't i wasn't just like you're gonna get brain cancer you know like it wasn't just like out of the blue or something like that like maybe like i don't know like maybe something like she was sniffing sharpies and i was like you're gonna get cancer like that's not literally what happened but you know she did something and as a result of the thing she did yeah i said that you're gonna get cancer right right so i said that and her mom started flipping shit oh God. as if the power of word of me stating it. You're going to give her cancer. Ex- literally. Whoa. Like she believed that. Were you like, were you dressed in like uh, the teeth of random animals and had a bunch of like feathers all over your head and you had like one of those little shaky things? I was probably dressed like this. Okay. I had a t-shirt on and a, and a hoodie. So you didn't look like a shaman. No, absolutely you not. You weren't going to actually no. like invoke the powers of cancer upon No, I, I You no. weren't going to be like, ah, cancer. You know, like that's not, that wasn't going to happen. No, I didn't have that because. I didn't huh. have that capacity. Well, then what the fuck was wrong with her mouth? I don't know. But I, th- uh, but I feel like that's it's basically what this article is getting at, is that people don't want to invoke the Kavona. The Kavona. The Kavona. <laughs> hey. The Kavona. Hey. Kova Cabana. Oh. <laughs> the hottest spot north of China. Hey. Hey. But uh, I feel like people don't want to invoke the coronavirus by ordering a corona in public. And that's why you had the the, 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 the different 
uh, statistics here of 38% would be under no circumstance would I order one. And then 40% yeah. of, well, I would still get Corona because I like Corona, but I wouldn't order it in public because that's indecent. Yeah. Uh, apparently 16% of beer drinkers were confused about whether Corona beer is related to the coronavirus. Uh, so maybe it's just like American beer drinkers are fucking idiots. Or maybe it's Americans are... Maybe it's just Americans yeah, are idiots. fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would like to see these statistics compared against other countries that also sell Corona beer to the mass public. I would like to see, yeah, yeah the comparison. Yeah, be because common. without without the comparison to other countries, I feel like it maybe it's unfair to Americans. But at the same time, just the fact that any of these people wouldn't buy Corona beer because of the coronavirus just uh, makes me sad and well, lose faith in humanity. So. Uh, granted, they have the same root word there, but I think especially in Spanish-speaking countries uh, or, uh, I guess, other languages that rely heavily on Latin-based languages or, you know, romantic languages that, that use the word corona uh, would not find it as novel ha! to be used outside of everyday conversation. That's true, yeah. Uh, so they, they probably wouldn't... Be as affected. Yeah, they wouldn't find They'd that They'd be like, oh, yeah, fantastic. of course, it corona. Would, it would be like taking a normal English word like uh, doorknob virus. It's like, yeah. are, is that going to reduce Are doorknob sales? I'm like, probably not. Yeah, you still need to... Yeah. Although you would maybe like take an especially long look at it before you grabbed it. Just like, is that... Is that doorknob going to get me sick? Yeah, just by random association. Is that doorknob going to get me sick? Yeah, doorknob sales are down by 30%. Yeah. The stock market is crashing because nobody's buying doorknobs. Yeah. Everybody's looking for masks (laughs) to put on their (laughs) doorknobs. To put on their doorknobs. That could be a euphemism. Masks to put on my doorknob? (laughs) It's a condom (laughs) joke. Eh, cod piece, yeah, close yeah. enough. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Damn, amazing. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, people, people, people. Well, what are you doing? Do we have a silver lining? Is it is it one necessary? Uh, maybe they're drinking better beer. I don't know. <laughs> hey, gotcha. Oh, little zinger. Zing. Yeah. yeah, Corona, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Get wrecked, son. Yeah, you need a shitty beer. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess on that note, uh, thank you all for listening to this uh, extended preview into Cynic Empowerment, our first live recording uh, in studio together with me and Tim. Hopefully, it was uh, refreshing on the ear holes. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you all are interested in getting in contact with us of about your doorknob-related viruses and other things related to previous topics you can do so by emailing us at cynic empowerment at gmail gmail.com or you can like us on the facebook at cynic empowerment and send us a message there or you can uh tweet at us on the twitter at cynic empower me one we would love to hear from you it would mean a lot to us and if you would do so it would make you a good person in our eyes and if you're a good person in our eyes we'll suck your toes for free Ooh, shit dog hey for free not damn. even gonna charge you you know damn you don't even have to be admitted into the hospital before we'll suck your toes i mean if they're dry if they're dry and crackly we'll moisten them for you i feel like you got to turn that into more of like a logo like a like a like a like a motto right like Okay. If your toes are dry, we'll 
uh, get you high? <laughs> no, no, no. You no, gotta no, be no, toe no, licking. No. Gotta be toes. Okay. Um, uh, it, it, if your toes be a crackling, our lips be a smackling. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. We're gonna have all. We're gonna have so many toes. We're gonna. We don't even know how to suck them all. We don't even know. <laughs> and then you have these like white vans driving around town, and it shows like these nasty ass like. Like forty-five plus year old, like old person toes with like the yellow toenail that's like off crooked Good from the foot. Dude. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, and, it's and, like, then, and then, and then it's got a big old chip in it. And it's got a big chip in it, and then it's your face and my face just licking our lips, like staring at it. Ooh. <laughs> How delectable! <laughs> and then you're just like driving on the highway, and then you yeah. see like both our faces. Yeah, just let's be a smackling. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was perfect. <laughs> it's too powerful. Hey, great podcast. Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs>